This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Today is the e- t- Tuesday evening, this December Tuesday evening, December twentieth, December twentieth, two thousand twenty-two. Back with my friend and co-host Avi, uh, with Avatar 2, The Way of Water, just recently coming out, and we just did the Terminator 1 recently. We are now up to Terminator 2 Judgment Day in the lineup of James Cameron's older movies. So welcome back, Avi. I love talking to you about movies. What are your, um, what's, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? The first image or sound or whatever the case may be. What first comes to mind to you when you think Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Because sometimes it's the very first movie I saw when I was a kid. It's the first R-rated movie before I, even I was, before I was an adult. The first, the, it was the first R-rated movie you ever saw? I think, you know what, I, I can't, I don't know for sure, but I think that Terminator 2 may have also been the first, may have also been the first R-rated movie I have, may have seen as well, probably for both of us. Go into some more detail about that. Even what I like about this, uh, I like all the action chase sequence. I even can't bother about the sound of the dirt bike and that, that, that John Carr. Oh, are you like, talking about in the beginning with the dirt bike? Yeah. Yeah. That. That. Okay. that all, the, all the sounds are very realistic. About not like other like uh, you know, like a B B B movie sound effects. I, I I do like I lo- I do like the dirt bike in the beginning, but I do have one problem with it, and I think you and I think and I think I and I think you know which problem I have with that, and it's that is when you pause it or you watch very carefully as he's on the as Arnold's on the bike and it goes up to down, you can in one you can in one frame see that it's actually a stunt double, a body double, and not really Arnold. Yeah, yeah, that's not it was a stunt. Yeah, that was the only complaint I have with that. Otherwise, the bike stuff is really uh, neat, great bike stuff right there. And also, yeah. I described the movie as very like anti authority than the first than the first one describe what you mean by anti anti authority about it anti authority about to the police or it's the mental hospital bureaucracy about the you know superman is very like skeptical it doesn't believe it keeps uh, sarah car always locks up about that makes like uh, sometimes it's, it's fighting against the system besides the machine eh? Okay, okay. That's all an interesting way to look at all that. For me, I, I look at it like this. How, um, in the first movie, Sarah Connor is kind of like, uh, very, uh, say again? It's like very innocent. Very innocent, very didn't know what's going on with all that. Where in the beginning of the second movie, when you said the hospital, she is, she's her own Terminator. She wants to terminate the scientist guy, uh, Dyson later on in the movie and go, and after all that kind of like, she is her own Terminator. Whereas the, uh, reprogrammed Terminator of Arnold is actually, we find out to be good and a protector of, of, um, John Connor in this. So it's like the, the, the Terminator in the first movie 
and the Sarah Connor, their roles are almost kind of kind of reserved, re- reversed in a way. Even though, the, even though Sarah Connor, this version, it looks like a, she was like a very bad mother to John. About to, only the Terminator is like a father figure. Yeah, them. in the beginning, in the beginning of the movie, it's made to look like she's a bad mother to her son. But hopefully, it looks like throughout the rest of the movie, the mother and son kind of try to repair what was not so great in the beginning of how their relationship was. Um, I want to hear some more uh, in length about what you're trying to say about exactly with the anti-authority part again. Yeah. What do you mean exactly? We mean exactly with the anti-authority part. What are you, what are you trying like, to say uh, with that? Sometimes, like, uh, even like uh, the cops are like uh, very abusive about who doesn't believe. Like, even like in the mental hospital scene about like uh, for the orderlies type, or that even the Doctor Silverman to keep the system straight about the. That they they make them skeptical that that the, the Terminator doesn't exist about because it's not the it's not the machines that are let's let's empty. talk it's let's like, talk about him for a sec, Doctor Silverman. So he's introduced in the first movie where he didn't believe Kyle Reese, but now working with Sarah as she's in the hospital in this hospital now this other hospital now in this second movie, he seems to get a slightly bigger part than he did in the first movie. Um, in the first movie, he kind of just just left just as Arnold's Terminator came in, which made him survive. <laughs> for that and uh, and, but now this in the second movie um, she really doesn't believe he doesn't he really doesn't believe her um, until maybe he maybe he's flabbergasted had his mouth open maybe towards the middle then when she's still there but then the T-1000 comes in and you right right and you saw the bars and you saw like his mouth when that happened yeah the thing the the, the, needle part was also with her but like with the whole thing with the T-1000 like the droppling of his mouth is like what did I what am I watching Watching right now, and then that's how you last saw him. That's how she, that Sarah is telling the truth, and that did tell the truth. Yeah, but he probably still wouldn't believe it. But yeah, kind of maybe of the truth now. And his mouth drops like that near near the bars when he see when he sees what they're all doing. And then he's kind of like that was his last little scene of seeing him, at least for this for this this second movie until we saw twelve years later his little slight little cameo in uh, Rise of the Terminator Three: Rise of Machines with the whole uh, Catherine Brewster part with the grave. But anyway, yeah, I just I just wanted to, since you mentioned Silver Doctor Silverman, I wanted to go over him since he's and somewhat of a character in these uh in these movies like this. Um, what did you think? What do you make of how um Sarah Connor changed be, so drastically between the first and second movie? Well, second movie, yeah, the first movie ends about that she's got everything uh, uh, everything prepared with her dog and the. Uh, the guns about everything she's uh, always get how to start to start to change her, her roles uh. right the roles change a bit now also one part what you mentioned the bikes already in the beginning and we'll go back to that stuff in the beginning in a, in a sec because there's so much more about the beginning i also want to tell you about but also, right now the, the very, very beginning i like to see the the prologue is all about the the future war but it's very like uh, like uh, Oh, you oh, you already mentioned the beginning with the prologue. I want to get to that in just a sec, but the first thing I want to mention um, is what what did what did you think when the one scene where um, John Connor and the Terminator go go to an old phone and when they use the phone to call his foster parents and, yeah. and it's the T one thousand pretends to be the foster mother and then yeah. Ar- and then Arnold and then towards yeah, and the, like that, that's our favorite quote about Wolfie's fine about the Wolfie yeah the Wolfie the, the, the Wolfie 
Wolfie part, yeah. And then and then with the Wolfie's fine part, and then um the Terminator is like to um to to, to, to John Connor's like your 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 foster parents are dead. Because you can tell, like, uh, maybe, like, uh, you know, the, something about the psychological, about the test of the, if it's a real, real mother or something, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, they, it's how, the, the dude, the two different Terminators using their fake artificial voices in the call talking to each other, and then that foster mother, she was the one of the major characters then in, in James Cameron's Aliens, right? Yeah, and it also makes appearance in Titanic. The, uh, oh, oh, she said, what kind of part does she play in Titanic? She plays like an Irish immigrant mother. Oh, an Irish immigrant mother. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, I just yeah, I just wanted to uh, mention that Wolfie uh, dog and parents being died part when it's when all three of them talk on the call like that. But now we can go back to what you were saying about the beginning in regards to the prologue. Tell me what you thought of the prologue beginning opening with all the Terminators in the war and everything. It's like very like uh, like uh, monstrous, like uh, something like uh, it's like even like uh, they are shows about the it's like all the about nuclear explosion about yeah. the sequence. Yeah, it was Sarah's nightmare. Yeah, the, it's the, like something like a borrowed that they use in that Independence Day. It's not like Independence Day movie about the explosion from the alien spaceship, but, but it's more like. Uh, Something like a heat wave, a very strong heat wave. Yeah, like well, right. So the prologue, the war itself. I like that with the with the Terminators. Uh, I like how yeah, the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely with the skull and all that. It was. I like that it was even, even more detailed and more expensive and added on than in the first movie. And then you mentioned about the explosion. Yeah, that was like looked like a really new, like a real like nuclear explosion. And that was a great little prologue to open it. And then you had Sarah kind of then do the voiceover narration about how two Terminators are going in the past to try to get John Connor or to find him and all that stuff there. And then... What's that? It's better, which... Which comes to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then she says a line, yeah. Then she says a line to which came of them first. And uh, since we just mentioned that beginning right there, just really briefly, I want to go right to the ending in that to say that I... I think it would have been better if James Cameron kept that whole senator pres- uh, pre- senator political ending where John uh, where James uh, alternate, alternate, I, I think I'll tell yeah the alternate ending I think they should I think he should have kept the alternate ending that he didn't use and end up using because the alternate ending would have stopped any further sequels from happening but because he chose this the ending he chose they found ways to do continuations and sequels but if he would have used that alternative ending that would would have stopped any sequels past the second movie. That's what I just want to say. No, you don't think so? I think they should. I think he should have showed that alternate ending. That would have stopped all further, further sequels. But that's just my opinion about all the ending part there with the ultimate ending. But now back to the beginning. Um, so we mentioned the prologue, the war, and the explosion and that stuff. Then you had her narration. Um, okay, so then you have. Each of the two Terminators being revealed. Um, this time, instead of Arnold taking those goons out at the outside uh, thing with those three punks, this time it's a bar. And in the bar, all these people are after him, but he takes them all on the bar, bar gets everything. He did kill them all in the tavern to get to his clothes. Well, no, he hurt them. He 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 He's not allowed to kill in this movie, so he hurt them, but didn't... 
He hurt them. He hurt them significantly, but actually didn't really kill them. Just hurt them really bad. Got all the clothes, the keys. Then the one guy's like, gets, takes the takes the glasses. So then he's into. Yeah. Then we soon find out with the yeah with the bartender thing. Then we soon find out that um, Robert Patrick's the T one thousand is a bad one. How he kills the cop like that. Then right after he kills the cop, he goes into the cop car and it shows on the on the cop's computer screen. He puts in John Connor showed born February nineteen. 1985, and that's where he goes to look after John Connor. That was, that was like a year after the, the first Terminator. Right, 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 because the first movie takes place in May of 1984. May The first Terminator movie is May of 1984. He's supposed to be born in February of 85, and then Terminator 2 is supposed to take place 11 years after the first movie. So the second movie takes place in 1995, 11 years after the first movie. And the next thing I want to mention is... Any, anything about his his friend briefly, John Connor's friend briefly, is in that Nickelodeon show, Salute Your, Salute Your Shorts. I, did, I, I didn't know that his friend was a Nickelodeon about that. Yeah, yeah, on the Nickel, there was a Nickelodeon show in the early 90s um, called Salute Your Shorts, and his his friend in that movie is in the yeah. in Nickelodeon show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very about the cast and child, child actors from the, for the, for the kids, children from the kids, it's a... Uh, R-rated type. Yeah. Right, right. I know it's interesting with the young people and the R-rated, but yeah. But I just wanted to connect Nickelodeon kid with that. And next, now you're talking about the bike stuff. So after they all get out of the mall, um, one of the trivia is that Robert Patrick was so fast, like you said, he was so quick and fast that they had to retake the shot so he couldn't quickly get John Connor like that that quickly. So then you mentioned the bikes. I mentioned there's a stunt double really in one frame that kind of messes up the shot. But other than that, the bike stuff is really great. The Music is really well done. You got the music, some of the music from what was it what Brad Brad Fidel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I. It's hard to say because since they reprogrammed Ter- um, Arnold's Terminator to be good in the second movie, who who do you think is more dangerous and lethal? Arnold's first Terminator that's bad, or the T one thousand? Because the T one thousand is so bad in other levels that like it's it's hard to compare the two bads of those kinds. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that they're too bad, but like uh, even though like uh, the T one thousand is very stealthy and uh, very like uh, uh, the eyes are very piercing, and but even this weird thing, the funny thing about his ears, about it's like a very like uh, right so so small and big, part small and big about his. Makeup right, back, right, right. Well, about all that, one quick thing with the mall again. When he's fighting Arnold and stuff, or in that whole mall, with all that mall stuff, there's that one point where he looks at the um, mannequin. He looks at the mannequin oh, yeah, like. He looks like a, some, some, something that's foreshadowed about yeah. the. It's like a chrome, chrome, chrome steel that he, he was in. With the, all that. What is it called? Say it again. A chrome, a chrome head. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, oh yeah, kind of like a chrome, a chrome head with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um. And I, also, by the way, do you know the place a photographer takes picture of Terminator getting up that glass window? Yeah, that the the, 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 the yes, the, that's also a good trivia point. The uh the photographer in that part there is the is one of the cops in the first movie. Yeah, the one that Terminator encapsulated and hijacked a police car. I mean, right, right, exactly, also, same guy. He's also a screenwriter. The- oh, and a screenwriter too? Right, so he did the photography thing in the second movie, so he's different, he's same actor, but different, he plays different characters, different, two different characters, character, within, yeah. Yeah, different characters within the two movies. Um, what did you make of um, Eddie Furlong's John Connor? Did you find him to be okay? Was he a bit annoying as a kid? What did you make of um, Eddie Furlong's John Connor? Well, it's very kind of like, uh, 
the credit Nita about about the even like Nita about the dolls about being hacker than the Matthew Broderick of the from the war games. Because uh, I like about he does all the hacking stuff. Oh, with like, the hacking, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, want yeah, to you want to learn how to hack into an ATM machine mm -hmm. to get something mm -hmm. or the even sometimes so it's a very weird thing because he's like a. The, the the relationship between Terminator and John Connor is like uh without Kyle Reese around it looks like Terminator is like now is like a father figure type who understands him. Right, about, it's all about the father thing, father figure thing. And when you mentioned um, Kyle Reese right there, we also discussed off off my golf line about this that how in certain extended deleted scene cuts with the hospital, they do yeah, put that, uh, Kyle yeah, Reese with their. By the way, Terminator Two we release. Uh, if you watch the Terminator Two extended cut mm -hmm. or ultimate edition, mm -hmm. it should make it almost like three hours long with all the deleted scenes. Yeah, that's it, it. Does get very long with thing, different things to watch, and I'm saying that. Uh, uh, Kyle Reese was in a extended deleted scene in one take in the hospital with her. Um, the other thing I want to mention about this movie that even though it has so much action and sci-fi and things to keep people watching, it still has the themes of like what you said, like um, uh, a foster fatherhood of the Terminator kind of being in a way a father for the dad for the for John Connor, but also things about like. Um, Anti-authority. Yeah, you, you have the anti-authority thing you mentioned with police. Then there's like, there's no fate but what you make. There's these human relationships. It's like a, it's like a period of future about, because even though when Sarah Connor's been nearly about to kill the Miles Dyson at the, at the helm. Yes. About, then something has changed her about, with all the Miles Dyson has his family around it. Yeah. She kind of becomes, like she kind of becomes a Terminator. It's like she becomes like a Terminator while the Terminator tries to become more human. These different themes of changing between all that stuff and it's also. Like identity. It seems like a very right. identifiable. Identity is part about it. Then you got the nuclear war when they showed you the one scene with Sarah Connor by the gates outside the recess on the, on the play field. Uh, yeah, even they saw us about the opposite. Uh, so it looks like we should wear, still wears like a waitress and then. Uh, as she has a child. Uh, yeah, yes. The playground. And, the playground. Right, and then with the playground, it was that whole big explosion, real realistic explosion of nuclear, it looked like. Um, and also, like I was saying about the ages from when we talk about the first movie, in the first movie, she's supposed to be like 18 or 19, and then in the second movie, she's supposed to be 29. I uh, think... Even though the, term, the first Terminator movie, it should have been had a teen actors, about teen, teenagers playing the younger Sarah Connor. Besides, you want that character. I think it was better that she was 18, 19, and Kyle Reese was early 20s, because of their whole sex scene and the nudity, I think that wouldn't have seemed as right if they were teenagers. Um... Yeah. Um, but I wanted to mention, um, again with Sarah Connor, since we're talking about Sarah Connor a bit more now with these things, I wanted to say that I think that she didn't make, I didn't think she made Terminator Dark Fate any better, because I just think Terminator Dark Fate was a really bad movie in my opinion. I think that if she was to come back after Terminator 2, instead of Dark Fate, they should have found a way for her to want to still be in the story for, um, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. That, that's, she should have been in that instead. But that was just my personal opinion. Um... So back to Terminator 2. Okay, um, we talked a little bit about the T-1000 and the beginning of the movie and the ending and alternative ending. Extended cuts, deleted scenes, Sarah Connor, John, John Connor. Okay, special all right, let's go over. Okay, let's go over some of the special effects now. What did you make about this movie, special effects? It's very like, uh, very like, uh, uh, a, a really big, uh, heavy hit, heavy hit, heavy hit for, for for the fans about the special effects, and that special effects is made by the George Lucas Company by Industrial Light and Magic. About that, that's why I know about the 
it's the same special effects as did the Roger Rabbit and the and the, and also Stained Glass Night and the Young Sherlock Holmes and the and also the even pseudopod in the in the in the, the abyss about like the same thing like a change the computer animation right right the um the similar the like the T one thousand liquid Terminator T one thousand John uh John Patrick and that water thing from the abyss, the abyss are like the similar like special effect liquid effects which is really neat really yeah. neat. Yeah. And also that 90s, that era of the 90s where I grew up is a, is a time of all, all the CGI that, that took over the, the special effects, like the mask and the dragon hearts. And, so let me and ask you another question now between this movie and the first one. Now you said this was one of the, this is one, the first R-rated movie you ever saw, and you said you saw this one before the first movie. My question for you is, having seen the second movie first, were you... Like surprised or in uh, or um, what did you think at having seen the first movie after the second one? Like what after knowing seeing them both, but you saw the second. Even though the the first movie is like a horror film, like a horror film. Right. So were you confused how when you first saw the second one first, the second one first, it was more about action and the first one was more horror. Like, did you understand? Did did, did having seen the first one after the second, did you think they both were all, all right in their own ways, even though you saw the second one? first uh the second one is uh like uh, uh the second is okay but i didn't know about the first one because uh, my parents avoid avoid uh, almost avoided watching the first one because it's uh where arnold is the only film that he does a villain right right well yeah that is really long real movie that he was a villain but i'm saying comparing from t1 to t2 having seen t2 first like did you understand the whole mythology and story better having yeah, seen Chum- they have all the same quotes and the uh, same thing like uh, like uh, the first way he hij- when terminator hijacked the gasoline truck he asked the passenger to get out about that even though he de- and that's when he scrambled away about but the t for that terminator 2 when the t1 thousand hijacked the helicopter he tells them to get out, but that but it looks like the, the helicopter pilot killed himself. I mean, right, he had to, he had to again. I like you mentioned the, the uh, dialogue quotes right there. Yes, these movies have really interesting and well written, well done quotes, and get out with their quote with the with the um, characters that are part of them. So, what other uh, memorable quotes or lines from Terminator Two did you like? Um, in addition but to the, the in, 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 in addition the, the, in addition to the get out stuff, what other quotes do you like? The greatest one they had that they imitate is Hasta La Vista, baby. Which he then, says uh, during the factory part with the liquid Terminator. Yeah. Hasta La... Hasta... Yeah, yeah right. That was a really great scene with liquid nitrogen there. Like, Hasta La Vista, baby. And he got... Arnold got paid, like, a ridiculous amount of money just to say that line. It says in the trivia, like, the exact amount of money he made just for saying that line. So, that's something uh, else. Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Robert Patrick beers together again, but it's... Uh, uh, called Last Action Hero, where the Robert Patrick makes a walks by. Oh, in last oh, in some part of Last Last Action Hero. What what part? What part? What part did Robert Patrick play in it? The same character in the Terminator Two. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! And because I'm a Mike Myers Wayne's World fan, he also plays a bit little cameo Wayne's in Wayne's World. World. Uh, One of the Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. Um, term- so back back to Terminator Two now. Um, I thought that this movie was. I, really well done. Like I really like you said. It you mentioned you, like a pop culture. Remember? Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the bike scene. Um, I think. Um, and I think that truck, the truck, the first truck that Robert Patrick, Patrick hijacked it, and that the one the aqua viaduct scene about the it's a, some kind of same truck in the first movie when the when Terminator about to assassinate the wrong Sarah Connor about 
the, the concept the toy version of the truck is like similar like the like right. the, I saw a second movie about oh, yeah. when he crushed it when he, when, he, when he crushed his car he crushed the truck the Okay, if, okay, back to what I'm trying to, that's interesting. Back to the, what I want to say real quick, between the second and first movie, say there's other people like you that have saw the second movie first. Do you think that people can enjoy this movie on its own, or do you think that they'll get a better idea or a better feeling of it all if they've also seen the first movie as well? Well, you say yeah. Like, do you think people should see both one and two, regardless of the order? Like, they should get both movies watched to to even though the first one's more horror and the second one's more more action. Like, I just think Terminator the original is also very important because they might be confused without seeing both movies. But um, yeah. really thought anything that came after T two not really needed. Um, so listen, I just wanted to tell before we continue talking about Terminator Two Judgment Day, I just wanted to let if you guys are enjoying this so far with all this stuff, um, Avi and I are. We're going to close out after T2 with our talk of 1994's also awesome and legendarily um, incredible True Lies. So if you're liking our talk about Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which we will continue on soon, we're doing True Lies next. And yeah, I'm just, I don't want to get too far ahead with other movies, but we'll, we'll be doing True Lies next. And we are now 24 minutes in. So we're going to now, halfway point. So now we're going to segue to a quick commercial break. But after the commercial break, we're going to talk more about the story, the quotes, the trivia, the middle of the movie, the end of the movie, and just uh, whatever all overall thoughts and opinions Avi has that we yet haven't already covered yet with the movie. So with all that said, we're now at for a quick commercial, mid-roll commercial break. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me explain. Basically, it is the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need all in one place. Here's how it works. Anchor lets you record, Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what, so no matter, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts video podcasts to Spotify. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I personally have been enjoying creating original and memorable podcasts, which are listened to in over 50 different countries. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the download the Anchor application or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad that you did. And we are back talk with my friend and co-host Avi talking about 1991's James Cameron's Terminator 2 Judgment Day. What else did you notice about the story um whatever us uh, trivia um we didn't find uh, about the uh, the, you know, about the, about the movie, about the, is the music about the, the Terminator. Cause the two music had the theme about, for two Terminators, about the, for the Arnold Schwarzenegger part, the music for Terminator, the, the T-800 is, a, is percussive style. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. But for the T-1000, the music sounds like a brass, yeah. Sounds like a, you know, something like a very more like a, 
So uh, what the theme is about what the character development, characters is designed, like uh, even for the rising liquid sound. Uh, that yeah, that that's very good musical observation. Very nice, good um, musical observations about the two of them. Um, I want to talk like about their entrance, like their entrance, the music, the music entrance. Yeah, but the music entrances, yeah, good music with all that. I want to mention about the something about the, tr- the tr- teaser trailer and the trailer real quick. And the, they have a teaser trailer where it looks like a new Arnold the, Terminator. Yeah, the assembly line. Uh, yeah, the assembly line. That was a really well t- good teaser of the assembly line in the teaser that's great really great stuff of the assembly line but what i don't like is in the actual trailer they give away the um they give away the reveal of of arnold being the good terminator in the trailer in the actual trailer oh, yeah, very, very spoiled. which was very like, weird and, and ever since then movies have spoiled in ways like that and it's not good but yeah that real quick i just want to mention there's about the trailers but now back to the movie itself i like how it has the themes you know like you said about um the terminator kind of being like a father figure to uh John Connor. John Connor. I like how um, you know you know the difference between machines and humans trying to make it through with the war and everything. And I like that they showed. I like the the guy they chose to be the adult John Connor in that prologue of the war. That really that like scar, with the, the scar, scar on his face. face. That was a good like, choice. It makes, it makes it borrow from the another character with the big scar on his face, like from the from the movie Platoon, starring Tom Berger. Yeah. What were, what, what are you saying about Platoon? Yeah, the big scar. Oh, another like Scarface also? Like okay, yeah. Like yeah, so I like how his older adult version of James Connor has a scar with that prologue there. And I also, and that's what I'm going to say about that. I do want to say that the only people I actually like as, um, I mentioned this in my ranking of my Terminator movies recently. I said that I only, the only pe- actors I like to play John Connor was number one, um, Edward Furlong, and number two in Salvation 4 with Christian Bale. Those are the only two John Connors I like. But I do not like, I don't like, um, I don't like, I don't like Nick Stahl as John Connor, and I don't like whoever played him in, in, um, in Genesis, and I don't like that in the first two minutes of Dark Fate, spoiler alert people, people, in Dark Fate, they kill off John Connor like that within the first two minutes, very, very disrespectful, but yeah, that's my opinion about some John Connor stuff, and I like how you mentioned how he did the hacking, he did the hacking to get the money and stuff out, and I also like, speaking of the breaking of stuff and hacking, I like in the whole, um, in, in Dyson's, um, his workplace. I like how they broke that one, um, the Terminator arm that was probably found at the end of the first movie. Yeah. It's like a very disturbing thing about the, what they watch, but even, even it's like a special facts about like, if it's uh, Arnold's fake arm, but to feel it's a, other, like, um, animatronic right, 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 but also I'm saying, right, that, that part inside of his home, but I'm also saying the part where they take the arm out at his, like, workplace, they take that one arm out that he had at his workplace to show that was the last remaining robotic Terminator arm, probably from the end of the first movie. Yeah. So all that yeah, stuff, that's, yeah. That's, but yeah, all that stuff with the arm. Chip, the yeah. Chip. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of with the with the chip and everything. Yeah. I also thought it was kind of sad that um that he died um this um Di- that Dyson died there inside there in his work like that because because he was trying to help them out. Machine about yeah. Took some blame for it about like about what he create what he created. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like that he died. It was kind of sad that he died there like that when trying to help them out. But also, like you said, I also thought how when it's when inside outside the building, when you just said how like the um Terminator tells the guy to um to get out. So of course he's like he listens, and then by him getting himself out like that, it like kills himself. 
by fly by going off the helicopter. Um, you mentioned the special effects. The special effects were really well done. D definitely will improve with the budget. Special effects were incredible. And, uh, the, and the bag. Do you know there's an actor who plays the leader of the SWAT, SWAT team that made the, uh, the, the break into the, the Cyberdyne and the. Uh, wait, who, who, um, who's Brit? Who, which per character or person are we talking about the now? One who leads a, who, who break, who leads a SWAT team and the. And the and no, the, who is it? Tell me, tell me. He's, he's the, the actor's name is Dean Norris, who's later become best known as a, in the Breaking Bad series. Okay, yeah, I I never got into Breaking Bad, but you said he had something to do with the Breaking Bad series. Yeah, that's what he makes his early film well, his early appearance. Uh, he even works at Arnold Schwarzenegger before a Total Recall. He yelled out, yelled out. Mutated version. Oh, okay. The, okay. Yeah. Total. Total Recall. He's also in Total Recall. Yeah. Total Recall was a good movie. Um. Right. Cool. So. Um. I mentioned the action in this movie. The and the fighting. I think the action and fighting scenes in this movie were like really well done. I think. Yeah. Even I like about like uh, even sometimes uh, and you know about the and also about how the T one thousand flies the helicopter. What yes. you didn't notice about how he, about when you reload this gun, you, mm -hmm. did, you didn't see the there's an extra arm coming out of the stomach to control the control the plane, control the helicopter. Another arm, another arm to control the helicopter. That's also another um very uh yeah with the way he does that like that. Very interesting observation and, of what he can do. Yes. And there's also a theory about how the Terminator know it's him when they. When the, when the helicopter goes after the SWAT van. Right, right, that was a good... All that Terminator stuff, really. The T-1000 are cyclops, are, are, are all the cyborg are yeah. mined together. You know, that... Yeah, yeah, and I like when they go outside to the Mexico part or whatever, in the outside part with all them, how John kind of realizes that his mother left to go kill off Dyson, and he's like, no, they're gonna kill him! So it's like, he, he you know, he can hack, he, he has a yeah. brain about things. Um, yeah. I... And, and what you were mentioning with the earlier in the opening scene with the biker when he gets his clothes inside and stuff, I don't really think he actually kills them. I don't think he really kills anybody. Yeah, he, that's right before John Carter tells us that yeah, he's worried yeah, not to kill anyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's another second. We'd say a trailer about the second teaser trailer. Yeah. About, it's also, like you said, a spoiler thing about it shows without John Carter on the bike, it shows about the spoiler that. That he swear I'd not kill anyone. It's like right. also a spoiler about that. That's if he's telling Right, that. right. That's what I'm saying. So in the beginning, when he was trying to get his clothes and everything in that in that bar and stuff, he didn't actually kill anybody, but he did severely hurt them really badly, though. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but really, this was um. Another part I want to mention about this, because you have to realize that this came out in 1991, and the the for regular general uh, people, regular people, they didn't really know or hear about what the hell the internet is till till the mid to late 90s, and this came out in the early 90s in 1991. And what what I'm, the reason I'm saying that is. James Cameron has a line of dialogue where the Terminator says to them that something goes, in quote, online on August 29th, 1997, but uses the term online like people in 1991. In 1991, unless they're in a college or university or a scientist or military, they are supposed to know what the hell an online is. So something, and he mentions that he has the, the Arnold tell the other characters, uh, yeah, it goes online on August 29th, 1997. What the hell? What the hell? Are, what the hell is online to people back in 1991? No one knows what that is. Uh, unless, you know, that IMDb first actually first started. Uh, came out in 1990. 1990. 1990, yeah. It actually, first it starts uh, showing on the computer. Right, I know. It shows that, I, that IMD, IMDb comes out in 1990, but I'm, that, which is also true. But I'm saying, like, the regular people, we, well, no one's supposed to know in 1991 if they're not, like, military scientists or university. 
what the hell an online thing is. No one knows what that is. I know when I was using computers in the early 90s, it was a black screen Apple computer, but it didn't have any internet access. No. So, I, just, like, a, I just an observation I like to say to people about the whole online stuff, but... Um, it, the, but gold, but in Goldeneye, the first Pierce Bros and James Bond movie, there's many mentions to the online internet with Goldeneye and other movies after that. But yeah, um, so was there anything? This movie is really well done. But was there anything in Terminator 2: Judgment Day that you didn't like? Like I said, my one example was that how you could tell was this stunt double on the one biker scene. Was there anything about this movie you did not like? I do not like. It's like. Uh... Sometimes, like, uh, let me think about, like, uh, well, I don't like uh, what's, what they forgot to add, because when Terminator and the Sarah are in, the, are, in the, are in the Mexico, mm. you know what they use the dogs for, for to spot Terminators? Right. But, uh, but, in Mexicans, but in the Mexico, this is the only scene about the, the, the dog do not sense Terminator's danger. Mm. Yeah, not barking at him, not, mm. only except the one in John, John Carter's house about the, when the, the dogs can sense the T-1000 and it barks so loud. Uh, yeah. So it's danger. Right. But in Mexico, the dogs, when the dogs around with the mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it did not bark. Oh, it did not bark as, as opposed to did bark earlier on. Okay. So that's, yeah, that's a good observation there. Uh, yeah. The things you notice when you rewatch these. Yeah. Uh, so... I actually, like I said, uh, as far as the different cuts are concerned, I have the extended cut on Blu-ray. I prefer the extended cut of added on stuff with special features um, as opposed to the theatrical cut. I think the theatrical cut is a little bit shorter, but those other cuts outside of the theatrical cut have better more stuff going on, at least in my opinion. Um, and I, like I said, I've, like I told you before um, with the other Terminator movie, I really think that if the movie was going to go on past the second movie, they really should only have had um, J- James Cameron direct Terminator 3 and not anybody else. Be- yeah. But, but that they ruined it with the other directors. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so, what else about the middle of the movie? Anything else about the middle of the movie that we haven't yet covered with the middle part of the movie? Like, uh... Something about the 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 science of nightmare sequence, or the you know, like the I liked about the part where they are, where they are also Mexico. They it's like mm-hmm. a, how they're there to pick up the mini gun and the mm-hmm. weapons. Uh, oh yeah, that that was good with stuff, the weapons there. there. And then yeah, yeah, and then John Connor's like, then John Connor was like, someone's like, that's totally you, or that's something. Um, with all that that's also when more lines come in where he, um, he's like teaching the Terminator um, some of the other lines, like uh, what were they? The quotes were like. Um, uh, you have to look up the quotes, but the kid was teaching him about how to say different things. Say different things, like about the... That was one of the lines. Chill out, the, yeah, chill the chill out, out yeah, the chill out and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Let's see. So Terminator, um... What other, what other, um, outside of the police or anti-authority police type stuff, what other themes about the movie did you like? What other themes can you mention? Well, I can't mention about like uh, uh, technology. Technologies are dangerous. About like uh, even like how the danger about the, how the mis- humans mishandled the, te- the technology. Yeah, yeah, and I, li- I like that because and then it was there was one line about that where John Connor was like to, to the Terminator was like humans where there's no hope like we're all gonna kill each other right and he says yeah pretty much and um, yeah. Um, 
Okay, let's see what else. What else? Um, get out the um IMDb page. Uh, scroll through any trivia or quotes that we haven't mentioned yet that you think you should uh, be. Here's, uh, the, the theme about the. Oh, uh, like, uh, uh, theme of, uh, Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia slash IMDb. Uh, what else? Uh, trivia or quotes or anything we haven't yet covered that we should mention yet that we haven't yet you said. Know, about you know what they use for advertisement for that? For, to, where there's movie or R-rated. Some of the R-rated movies ends up to become a children's uh, toys. For oh, that's true. Yeah, some R-rated type movies do make to be kids' choice. Get kids' toys. That is a good, uh, good trivia right. about that. Even like like Rambo, like Rambo, and the even and Police Academy and the Robocop. Right. And yeah. Aliens, that's true. That's all very. Aliens. That's yeah, that's true. That's all very very true about all that. Uh, let's see. Um. And so also about like um, also I like about how they do cinematography. It's still like a shot in blue. Yeah, the, the, like, yeah, the cinematography of this movie is really well done. The cinematography was really well done. The music was really well done. Uh, I think that um, it it like it it's it's a. It's a continuation of the first movie, but it has so much going on with it while while still um, reminding people about the first movie while still being its own thing at the same time. And then the runtime for the theatrical version is two hours and 17 minutes, but then we know with the other versions it goes on longer. Even the, uh, about the theme about the, the movie, it has some masculinity and fem- fem- femininity about that, the stronger female role for the... For the, you know, for the Say that again. What, what was it? The femininity and what else? Say it again. Mas- masculinity, yeah. Um. Well, in, okay, go into more detail about what you mean by that part, sure. Yeah. Uh, the success of Aliens, the growth of female-led action films have reflected the increase in women assuming non-traditional roles uh, and division between professional critics who perceive a masculinization of the female hero. And audiences who embrace characters regardless of gender, the hyper-masculine heroes played by Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Jean-Claude Madame, were replaced with independent women who are capable of defending themselves and defeating villains in films such as Terminator 2 and Silence of the Lambs. These female characters often perform stereotypical male actions, however, and uh, have muscular phys- physics rather than feminine, soft bodies. Uh, and that's so like, you know, how much do we need to... A female action hero like before it was Scarlett Johansson like Lucy and the Marvel films and uh, or something like uh, Wonder Woman and uh, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's also that same year as uh, like uh, uh, Thumb and Louise yeah okay right so yeah so I would say like you said um, Ripley Ripley from Aliens and Sarah Connor from The Terminator were earlier um, um, heroic uh, feminine like characters um, for these movies and yes that was also the Tell Me Least also came out the same year as Terminator 2 and um, and then you mentioned something about the Marvel some of the Marvel characters well what I want to say right right well, what I want to say about all this is that I really didn't care for um, Dark Fate, Terminator Dark Fate. I thought that it was very woke and unnecessary, and I didn't like that they killed off John Connor within the first two minutes. So I bringing bringing um, Linda Hamilton back to Dark Fate to me did not save that movie at all. Instead, we like to remember her by Terminator Two, and then you mention other female c- characters and other things and how they are. But yeah, um, unfortunately, in the um, 21st special 21st century, especially the 2020s, um, 
the society is like teaching men to be feminine and for females to be masculine and it's a whole big mess of um of 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 the genders being uh switched over different things like that which is not healthy for young kids but anyway yeah um terminator 2 Okay, you're right. We went over. Okay, you're right. That's, that's true about the toys um, for these kind of franchises being brought for kids uh, outside of the movies. That's nice um, little trivia there. Um, any other quotes, trivia story, um, anything we haven't mentioned in, about whatever the case may be? Um, we're at 42 minutes in. So, what else about Terminator 2 that we haven't yet covered yet? You wanted to mention that what you thought the audience or listeners should know about? Uh, so, also about like uh, trivia that. Uh, so it's like the, the wind sounds of the opening secrets began through the crack of an open door and were completed mm-hmm. the main six main mix for that Skywalker sound by nice. Gary Rich John using a Synclavia keyboard. And, uh, nice. Okay. So it's like how the, the sound effects also, the, the sound of the shotgun that the Terminator used is a sound of two cannons. Oh, the sound effects with things and sounds? Yeah, that's good too. Um, I also want to mention, um, now that you mentioned that, it reminded me that um, with uh, Sarah Connor's training, or what she does with this movie, part of the trivia of the training is that she actually got taught by like um, somebody in, in an Israeli, Israeli type stuff taught her how to do def- like uh, training with stuff with Israel, Israeli, yeah. Israeli taught, Israeli like taught about that which I thought was also good, interesting about it all um, we ha- we talked a little bit about Arnold as the Terminator but I want to go into more detail what did you make of Arnold as the Terminator in this movie as opposed to like how he was in the first movie like how do you like him in the second movie about what he did, does with everything I, I like him about like uh, something about the physical demeanor mm. and face and, uh, mm. and something like uh, you know how they like uh, something like he got big, big lined about the, all the all the, all the lines he had to say about it. Yeah, all the yeah. I, yeah I, I agree. And I also, like you said, I like the very first time I watched it when I saw when they're in his, uh, Dyson's home and he takes his arm cut off like that. That was, yeah. wow. That was like, that's good how they made that, all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I like about the way we rescue Sarah Connor from the orderlies about yeah. that. You know, like throwing some of the windows and type, you know, and uh, yeah. you know, she, she can't hit the woman security guard, I'll just shove her. Right, right. Like I said, they, they he, he hurts people, but he doesn't kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I again, I just thought the other the uh, other sequels were uh, after the second one were completely unnecessary, and that they sh- I think he should have kept that senator like alternative ending for the second movie because that would have stopped any anything else coming up after it. At least in my opinion, with all those things. But they I think they did have in um, Universal. I think they had in 1996 the t- they brought yeah, it before the, the back. A, a ride, a ride. Yeah, so yeah, they brought the three of the ride. Yeah, yeah. Right, so right. They had the the cast of that yeah. too. Yeah, they brought some of that, the the three or four of them back there for that part there, yes. Oh yeah. Here it is Israel, August 29th, 1997. It's also a date that Netflix launched. Uh, not only that, but it You're saying it was the, you said when the the T2 launch of August 29th was also the launch of Netflix? Judgment Day, when Judgment Day happened. Wait. But this date, uh, on this trivia, August 29th, 1997, is also a date that Netflix launched. Was it also the same date as the Netflix launch? 
Yeah, it's oh, like nice. That was probably when they were still just doing the uh, the DVDs then. As a rent DVD rental nice. before wow. the next, next decades is that they had the That's interesting tri- series. That's yes. interesting trivia that Netflix happened the same time. Wow. That was really... Not really... like that. But it, it, well. it started in Scotts Valley near San Jose in the region referred to as the Silicon Valley. Nice. Which was the birthplace of Skynet and the Terminator canon. Okay, nice, nice. Cool. Uh, alright, alright. I'm trying to think. Um, what else about the movie have we also not yet talked about? Anything else we haven't covered? Um, do you want to talk a bit about the end, uh... The Terminator begins the film wearing leather sunglasses and riding a motorcycle. Right. He loses his sunglasses and motorcycle around the hospital escape. This is done as a deliberate reversal of the original film, which he only acquired these things past the midway point. And to symbolize the opposite moral, moral journeys the two cyborgs take. Okay, alright, cool, cool, cool. Um, so, we're, what, um, anything you want to talk about? Um, let's go back to parts about the ending now. So, anything about, it could be about, um, the, his work, his work thing where they were the Cyberdyne work. It could be about the factory. Anything else about the factory at the end? Anything? <laughs> Well, I like uh, about the factory. I'm almost like uh, I got a little nervous about even at the death scene of Terminator 2 into the molten, molten steel. It's like somewhere, somewhere like the ending of Roger Rabbit that makes me disturbing, like uh, what Mel said of Judge Doom. Uh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I thought that the whole ending with the climax there with the factory was really well done. Uh, with all that, it was very very uh sad for people. Very sad for guys to see you know the Terminator have his thumb up as he has to go inside the melt to kill himself. Also, because he's the last piece of yeah, the last piece of it. Yeah, which John Connor right, right, which John Connor did not like at all. And then again, we goes back to um Sarah Connor with her narration saying uh how she ends it with her lines there instead of the alternative ending. Her lines up on the road about um, if a machine can learn how to be human, then maybe we can all work it out too. And nice, but then if, but then of course, twelve years later, it got totally messed up with ter- uh, two thousand uh, Terminator Three: Rise of Machines. Twelve years later, um, and also he- John John Carr's T-shirt bears the logo for the good Public Enemy. One of the members of Public Enemy was named Terminator X. Uh- Interesting. Okay. Wow. That's extra stuff there too. Okay. All right. Um, if anybody's still listening and you're enjoying this, this will be our next to the last thing about James Cameron. Cause I never really got into the abyss and I'm not really into, um, any of the avatars with, uh, by the way, avatar Two: the way of water is now theatrically released. If you do want to catch that for yourself, even though I'm not into it. So we will be, um, ending our five part James Cameron thing next, where we're going to be talking about a really, um, exciting and fun and really incredible and terrific movie. True lies as the next movie. Um, Avi, when do you, I, I I know you got a busy schedule with your family and work and stuff. When do you think you might be available to discuss True Lies next? Well, hopefully tomorrow night. But we could do a double. What do you what do you, what do you mean by a double? I mean, I mean, I mean, we did we did tonight. We could do it again tomorrow. Uh, but what about what time? Like same time, seven thirty, I guess. Okay, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, my friend's not meeting me there um, tomorrow. She's out of town. So, yeah, we, I could get to the bar a little bit later. That's fine. 7.30, 7.30 tomorrow night for True Lies? Uh, to, uh, true Lies. Oh, God, I, I, yeah, yeah, you'll let me know if anything changes. So you said tomorrow night, 7.30 for that. Okay, so back to Terminator 2 then, uh, real quick. Um, f- uh, final... 
final thoughts, final thoughts, opinions, uh, concluding thoughts about how, what, what, what it's like for, how often do you watch Terminator 2? A lot of people like to watch this over and over again for how, how great it can be. Um, final thoughts, opinions overall on Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and then you'll give it a greater rating, and then I'll start to close the rest out. Make sure to wear your sunglasses in case something blast comes to you. Wear sunglasses for a blast of things? Are we talking like a gunshot and a nuclear blast? What kind of things are we talking about here? The nuclear blast part was really well done on how he did the nuclear blast scenes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, alright, that's good. Um, uh, any other um, dialogue that stood out to you uh, that we haven't yet spoken of? When, when the, when the, when also when the Terminator tells the truth to Miles about the future, about how the machine becomes as a sentinel, and that, that's when the, the Miles Dyson said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, gonna up, throw up, right? I liked when he said, I'm gonna throw up, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know there's, the actually origin of the movie of the Terminator is that, where the James Gunn got inspired from is actually the 1970 movie called Colossus of Forbidden Project. Say, what just happened there? Say it again. Because the origin of the X before Terminator movies about, the origin about the artificial intelligence goes, uh, goes, uh, goes, a uh, sentinel program that goes, uh, out of mind of its own. It's uh, actually ri- original film is called Colossus, the, for- the, for- the Forbidden Project in 1970. I had no idea anything about that. What is that? What is that all about exactly? It's also the same thing like uh, the Skynet. It's like a Skynet about oh. the artificial intelligence. Oh, so it's, it's, a, it's like, it's like a similar type thing to Skynet? Yeah, uh, controls everything with the other machines. About together, want to conquer the conquer us. The, well, that's also kind of that's also kind of interesting as well. Wow, okay. Even before war games, also. also okay, yeah. War games. So the, uh, okay, yeah. Well, I, I was. I never really. I never really got into the actor of Matt, Matt uh, uh, Broderick, to be honest. And uh, I don't. I've seen him in a few movies, but I never really cared like, for. Like Laurie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a lot of stuff. I just Lady never. Hawk, yeah, Lady Hawk. yeah, he's in a, a bunch of stuff. I never just. I never really got into Broderick's movies, though. And, and, and you know, he's also voice acting in Richard Lion King, dude. Oh, oh, that's cool about the Lion King again. Yeah, nice. Yeah, but I never got into his, any of his movies really, like. Uh, War games or or cable guy or all this other stuff he's in. Godzilla and uh, yeah, okay. I've never got into. Him. Mainly no, he's mainly known for the Bob, uh, the stage acting. With his, the, yeah, with stage acting, yeah. Because I I mistaken for idea for Matthew Broderick. What if he ever someday teams up with Tom Cruise about like uh, they have in common like in the like in the eighties about the, like all by himself alone in his house and uh, I, were and they like, were they ever in any movies together? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, I don't know about any of that. I don't really care for Broderick as an actor, but I do really like uh, Tom Cruise as an actor, producer, and stunt person and doing his own stunts. I cannot wait until July for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 and the featurettes they've been showing for that movie. I, I can't, I really, it, uh, I'll talk about Tom Cruise another time, but um, now I want you to give the audience listeners your grade rating. How would you rate grade the Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Nine. Nine. I mean, I I say not nine, but I say ten. Ten out of ten or nine out of ten? Ten. Ten out of ten? Yeah. Yeah, ten out of ten and an A plus? A plus. Ten yeah. out of all oh, right, yeah, that sounds good. Ten out of ten or an A plus, or I'll give it a um or I'll give it eleven and eleven out of ten, meaning eleven over ten. Um any anything you want to tell the audience and listeners um about Terminator 2 or about yourself is there anything you want to plug or advertise for your own life for that people should know about before I start to close all this out Oh you say it Um um any um um 
uh, thoughts, or final, any final thoughts, opinions, Terminator 2, anything you want to plug yourself with your business and stuff you're working on? Make sure, but make sure if your if your arms if your arms rest if you actually rest your arms while you're sleeping. Make sure if you, if you feel numb, make sure it's not liquid or, or feel like a rub rubbing it to make sure it straights up. Are we talking about the liquid Terminator again? Liquid Terminator or your or, or your or the, uh. the, the, the arm switching arms. Uh. Nice. Yeah, I don't think they ever had a uh, the TX the and the other Terminators in five and six. Well, six was actually pretty good, but not th- uh, two, uh, three or five. Nothing's really surpassed to me. Robert Patrick's T one thousand. He and the way that was all done with all that. He's nothing surpassed him in my opinion with all that kind of stuff. Great. Good. Good. Good thoughts and opinions there. Um. So I can't wait for the audience to hear your thoughts and opinions. Um, on True Lies next, which God willing is tomorrow night. Uh, let me know if anything changes, but I really hope it is tomorrow night because I think I have I. That's the. Oh, by the way, my yeah. final thought is uh, sure. there's there's, a, there's like a, sure. a twins. There is a twin Sarah Con- twin uh, Sarah Connor. Yeah, there's the twin. There's twin Sarah Connors in the factory. There's the twin the Sarah. They're actually real life sisters. Yeah, yeah. She uses her sister, real life sister, uh, uh, her real life sister in the t- uh, factory scene. Good point. But also with twins. They also the security, do the security inside of the hospital. Yeah, so it's like it's good how they do all the twins there. Great. All right, cool. Um, now listen as I give my closing outlines. And oh, here, yeah, yeah another sure. one. When they break its cybernetic system, Sarah's wearing Kyle's gray trench coats from the first movie. Her oh yeah. Her of a hardened soldier lover is a very clever visual mark of how she's come. Oh, that's right. The 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 the, the, the Kyle, Kyle uh, the jacket from Kyle in the first movie. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. She wears, she wears it also when, she break, when they break into the cyberdyne. Right, how breaking in there. Good point there. Nice. Okay, great. Um, now for my closing lines. Here we go. Everybody dance! Wait, oh, and everybody support your local movie theater to keep the movie, the movie theaters in business throughout the 2030s because streaming is just not the same. Oh, yeah, so important. Go see the big silver screen. Support. Go see Mission Impossible next summer to keep the movie theaters in business because streaming is just not the same. Everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is friend and co-host Avi and Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC signing out till tomorrow night's True Lies. Cool. Nice. Thank you. See you tomorrow night. Good night. See you tomorrow night. Thank <laughs> you.